Okay, so one of the things which uh, uh, came up over uh, over Shruis and with the uh, the Pinocchio story was uh, one of the topics was whether or not uh, the before you even get to Pinocchio being a golem and the status of Pinocchio as a golem, uh, there's an issue as we're going to see tonight about whether or not one is allowed to make the form of a person, Sura Sa'adam. And this is something which is addressed in the Gemara. Uh, it's, uh, and it's something which is, uh, it has an interesting sort of a progression through the, uh, through the postgame. So I thought that we would uh, try and uh, just see some of that uh, tonight. And that way I'll be able to, uh, to quickly add that to, uh, uh, to the source sheet. Um, I'm assuming that everybody here is familiar with Free to Be You and Me, back from the 70s, Marla Thomas. Okay, so uh, hopefully yes. So that's why the title of this is Adal, Adal, William wants Adal. So that uh, for some reason <laughs> that, uh, you know, from my, from my youth, so that, uh, that, uh, that refrain kept playing in my head as I was, pre- I was preparing. So I said, you know what, we're just going to name this year uh, by, that, by that title. And the future generation will have to see if they can figure out if they're, if they're resourceful enough to be able to figure out where exactly that, uh, the, the phrase comes from. Okay, but they're on their they're on their own as far as that. They're the Google generation. So if they can't figure that out, so too bad so sad on them. Okay, so here uh, we have a Gemara in Avodazara. The Gemara in Avodazara says, source number one over here, Anya, the Brisa teaches that Kola Mutarim. So if somebody wants to go ahead and form, and we're just going to say this very generically now, but they want to form, partsufos, I should say, they want to form the facial image of any creature whatsoever, a lion, a bird, a bear, uh, whatever it happens to be. So all of that is okay. Chutz mi partsuf adam. Except for the partsuf, which would mean the shape of the face or the image of a face of a person. So there's something about the image of a person which is going to be problematic. And as we're going to see, uh, the exact parameters of this restriction and how this is going to apply to a doll. So this is what uh, we're going to see in Shulchan Aruch and what we're going to see in the, um, the post in which we have here. So again, the, the ultimate goal is to figure out whether or not uh, you could uh, make a doll, you could own a doll, and in the event that you can, so what exactly are you supposed to do once you already have those uh, those dolls in place? So we'll skip through some of the Rishonim where we see where some of the debate appears, and we'll go uh, to Shulchan Aruch. So these halachas appear in Yerodeah, in Hilchas Avodas Kochavim. It's uh, related to uh, to idolatry, whether or not the image of a person is uh, it, it, it could potentially be worshipped or not, and what the parameters are. So Shulchan Aruch says, this is Kuf Mem Aleph Sif Dalet, V'chein Suras Adam Levado. So besides uh, a restriction about making an image which contains the four creatures which are on God's throne, which through visions, uh, the Gemara talks about are on God's throne, but just the Tsuras Adam, just the form of a human by itself, is already kol elu asu lasos So all of these are going to be asr to make. So if you are a manufacturer, so you're not allowed to go ahead. Seemingly, this means you're not allowed to manufacture a doll, a statue, uh, perhaps even a coin which has the image of a person which it, which is on it. Ve'im ove kochavim asomlo. Now this so far we're talking about making it. 
So in the manufacturing business, so part number one of Shulchan Aruch says to manufacture something which has tzuras adam, which has the form or the figure of the shape of a person, that's aser. Then step two of Shulchan Aruch over here is, vim asam lo. now let's say you didn't manufacture it. A non-Jew went ahead and manufactured it. Manufactured it. So that doesn't help. The Isser isn't merely in the manufacturing of it, but even to retain possession of it. So your neighbor goes ahead and uh, your neighbor Geppetto goes ahead and makes a Pinocchio doll, which looks like a person, and he drops it off the same way Mel shares uh, tomatoes, so Geppetto shares dolls. And he goes ahead and he drops a, a doll in the perfect spitting image of a person. So that is going to be asked. You're not allowed to keep it. You can say thank you very much for that, but then you got to go ahead and you got to ch- toss it into the into the trash right away because you're not even allowed to retain possession of it even though you didn't make it. Now, that would sound bad for all of us who had dolls, uh, played with dolls, gave dolls to people, all of those things are going to be problematic. Now comes along Shulchan Aruch and says, When is this going to be true? So this is going to be true only in the event that the image is something which sticks out, meaning that there's texture to it. It's three-dimensional rather than two-dimensional. So to draw a two-dimensional picture of a person's face. So that, Shulchan Aruch says, does not vi- violate this sir. The only time this is going to be violated is in the event that you have some, some something which is uh, which has texture to it, where the nose sticks out further than the rest of the face and the ears stick out. So that's when it's going to be Aser. Aval, Bishokas, well, let's say what you have is, you have something which is uh, a boletus, if that's something which juts out, shokas is the opposite of that. So there's a depression, I guess, where you would uh, go ahead and make the face. This would be what happens if you take a coin and you press it into some silly putty, and then you pull off the coin. So what you're left is the image of a person in the silly putty, but it's something which is in, it goes into the silly putty rather than the silly putty sticking out. So it says in that case where it's something which goes into the material, kaosam shorgim bebeged, like somebody goes ahead and uh, sews the image of a person onto a garment. A little creepy if you ask me, but who am I to judge? Or you go ahead and you draw a picture of a person on a wall. You graffiti the picture of a person on a wall. So that's two-dimensional. So it's not sticking out. So not only is, are you allowed to keep the image of a person which is flat or it's embedded for lack of a better, uh, better word. But you're even allowed to go ahead and make it in the first place. So the whole iser is when it sticks out. And then it's going to be usher not only to make it, but it's going to be usher to own it as well. So although we've allowed uh, an artist to go ahead and draw uh, a, a, a depiction of a person without uh, violating any isurim, dolls at this point would seem to still be something which is going to be uh, prohibited. Now, um, now comes an important leniency in source number three. And he says, the Yesh Mishomer, so this is Kufmem Aleph Sif Zion, says Yesh Mishomer, some people say, whatever that is, we don't need to be concerned about, but the, the restriction, the prohibition against making the image of a person is Eladavka B'tzura Shlema B'chol Evareha. So now we have another leniency. 
that this is only going to be usher in the event that you make the full image of a person with all of the various limbs and body parts. So in order to violate the Yisra, there has to be arms and there has to be legs. So if you just have the image of a face, Shulchan Aruch quotes this opinion and says that just the image of a face, even if it sticks out, uh, in the, it's, a, it's in 3D, nonetheless, it's not Asa because just a face is not yet Adam in order to be the tzur of a person. So it has to include the face as well as the rest of the body. Yes, Alan. Like Mr. Potato Head. Le- so Mr. Potato Head would be, uh, as long as you don't okay. put the legs on Mr. Potato Head, you're okay. Okay, the feet, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, the feet, right. Rabbi Schaffel? Yes, What about... Uh, sometimes you see these there's sort of modernistic uh, uh, statues of people where like I, we we actually have one like this where there's somebody learning at a stender but the the body is just sort of molded into the stender I mean it's the the um, uh, you know it's uh, it, you could see that there's a trunk of the body, but there's no way to differentiate the legs, let's say, from the from the stender that's part of the statue. Oh, excellent. So, so let's see the rest of this line of Shulchan Aruch, and I think you'll, you'll tell me if your question still remains. Okay. It says, the, the Isser, some people say that the Isser is only if you have the full image of a human with all of the various limbs. Wait a minute to go. Aval, but Tsuras Rosh Oguf, but let's say you have the image of just the head, or you have the image of a body below Rosh without a, uh, a head, so you have a head by itself, or you have a body without a head, mm-hmm. somehow it got severed, one of the kids got to it, and ripped the head off of the body, so now you're <laughs> left with just the head and just the body. So says Shulchanach, Ein Bashum Iser. So there's no Iser to go ahead and to, uh, for, uh, for that. Lo Bimotso, Osa, not one who finds it. So if you find the broken pieces of the, the head in one hand and the body in the other hand, and you don't reattach them, so that certainly is okay. And not only that, but to go ahead and manufacture just a head or manufacture just a body, so that also Shulchan Aruch says is going to be okay. And Shulchan Aruch says, and that is our minog to go ahead and to, uh, to, uh, to follow this lenient opinion, that a head by itself is going to be permitted, a body by itself would, uh, would be permitted, and the Yisr is going to be now limited to two prerequisites, important prerequisites to keep in mind, which isn't going to help so much for dolls, but it's important to keep in mind, and that is either number one, uh, sorry, prerequisite number one is that it has to be in 3D rather than two-dimensional, so it has to have body parts which are sticking out, the nose has to stick out, the ears have to stick out, all of that, and then number two, it's not enough just to have a face or a head in order to violate the Isser, in order to violate the Isser, it's also necessary to go ahead and have the rest of the body. Now, we talk about in Dafyomi, uh, Kendal and Barbidal, which has much of the body, but not necessarily all of the body. They happen to qualify as a tumtum because you don't see any visible gender characteristics. Fortunately, <laughs> they're not making dolls like that as of yet that, that, that I know. So whether or not that is going to be something which is going to be problematic, I, I don't know if you necessarily need to have all Ramach Evron Gidim in order to go ahead and violate the, the Isser. If you have Can the I ask big a question. 
well, one second now, if you have the basic sura, so you have a head and you have a body and there's arms and there's legs, so that already may be enough, which would be typical of any, uh, most dolls and certainly uh, the Barbie doll collection, they have all of those things minus the, the genitals. But I don't think that that's necessary. Yeah, Mel. I thought in the Ten Commandments, each commandment is a single commandment. Yes. So when it says you don't make any graven images, it also says, and you don't pray to them. So if I make a graven image and I don't pray for it, I'm not violating that that particular rule. No? Um, yeah, I, 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 yeah uh, yes, you, you, you are correct. I have to go back and I have to uh, look at the psukim and see how they, uh, they, they, they break down. I did not look at those psukim uh, uh, right now for this. Okay, so this would seem to be the basis of something which is going to be problematic. I actually forgot the thing. Okay, so now, so let's see whether or not uh, Lamaisa, as we take, uh, go from the page of Shochanach, and now we go into the, the Chuvas farm, we'll see what Poskim say. So he says, um, so the first one we have is the Chuva of the Marit. So he says, of Yosef Mitrami is the name. But he says, That which we say, that you're not allowed to make it sura, which we're just going to translate for simplicity, a doll, even for decoration. What it sort of said is, What really the correct wording should have been, the correct phraseology should be, even if you only made it for beauty purposes. Meaning, uh, and the intent is as follows. You're not allowed to go ahead and make a doll for, you know, for beauty purposes. What does it mean for beauty purposes? That you're going to go ahead and you're going to put it on your mantle. You're going to go ahead and put it on the piano. You're going to go ahead and put it somewhere prominent in the display. It somewhere prominently in your home. Because if you go ahead and you have a doll or a statue, which has the full image of a person from head to toe, and it's, uh, it's uh, prominently displayed in your home. So, somebody may think that that's actually an idol which is worshipped. And therefore, that's something which raises a concern, and that's why you would not want to have such a thing in your possession. As opposed to something which is not displayed prominently, but it's something which you have, usually aroi, we would translate as temporary, but we're, we're going to see now that the marit understands this to mean a conceptual temporary, meaning, lefisha, only momentarily, kigon, for example, misachik bahem. Let's say you have this uh, statue or you have this doll, and the intent is not to uh, prominently display it in the house, it's a toy. So you're going to go ahead and you're going to play with it. Only hislamid or you're taking uh, uh, anatomy and physiology, and you need some sort of uh, model, which you're going to go ahead and you're going to study the muscle structure, and you're going to study the bones, and you're going to study the muscles and all of that. So in those cases where nobody's going to mistake your anatomy and physiology dummy for a, uh, an idol, for something which is worship, the shari. So that, the Marit says, is certainly going to be permitted. Dulo asu 
because nobody's going to go ahead and mistake in that dummy, or let's say you're practicing CPR. So nobody's going to go ahead and mistake that CPR dummy for something which is being worshipped, even though you get on your knees when you use it or whatever, and you're bowing down towards it. But it's for a completely different purpose. It's not a worship purpose. It's a, a medical purpose. And therefore, based on this approach, where we di- differentiate between something, the surah of a person, which is displayed prominently, versus something which is a toy. So based on this, we see, So he says, and Marit actually addresses, that those dolls or those images, which are made for children, for them to be able to play with. And if you're the manufacturer of a doll, which is intended for the, uh, the customer to go ahead and play with. Being, the, uh, Avida, being that it's not meant for permanent display, meaning, as we said, it's not meant to be displayed prominently in your home as something which people are going to walk by and they're going to say, wow, that's really cool, or wow, that's really nice, or that's really uh, lifelike. So, Shari, so the Barit says that such a thing is going to be permitted as long as it's clear that this is not something which is going to be worshipped, so therefore it's going to be permitted. Now, what underlies, and I didn't include this part of the Marit in the discussion, what underlies this, which may address a little bit of what uh, you, were, uh, you were getting at before, Mel, and that is, is that there, there's two things over here. There's one, the Isidarais of manufacturing, the, the Pasuk, which they refer to as Losasun, something you're not allowed to make. So that may very well be an Isidaraisa. And then there's an Isidarabanan to retain possession of it, because it gives the impression that maybe you're giving credence or you consider this to be some sort of a, of a, of a Vodazara. So we could have two different Isurim which are going on over here. One, the Doraisa, which is the manufacturing. One, the Durabanan of holding on to it. So here the Marit is saying that in the event that what's being made over here is clearly not intended to be worshipped by anybody, because it's a doll, it's William's doll, so therefore this is something which is going to be, uh, the Marit says, is going to be permitted, because clearly nobody is going to look at that and uh, raise any suspicion that maybe somebody is an idolater. So that is the way the Marit sees it, and we find a similar sentiment in the Chachmas Adam. Chachmas Adam is written by the same author as the Chai Adam. This is around the time of the Gra. So the Chai Adam is the work that he wrote on, on Orchayim uh, topics. And the Chachmas Adam is the, uh, his volume, which he wrote on Yeridea topics. So here in the Chachmas Adam, Klau Pehei Sivav, so he writes as follows. Kishem Shasulasosan, just like it's also to go ahead and manufacture a Dao, so you also cannot go ahead and hire a non-Jew to go ahead and make one for you. So why? Because because asking a non-Jew to do something that you're not allowed to do, so that's asr by all the mitzvahs. It's not something which is asr just on Shabbos, asking a goy to do a malacha for you, but this is something which is asr by all of the mitzvahs, like we talked about by spaying and neutering. It's not so simple to go ahead and ask a non-Jew to do that for you. So the same way that you're not allowed to make a, an idol or a statue or a potentially a doll, to ask a non-Jew to do that on your behalf is also asr. Then he says, and this is what we just mentioned outside, and even if you didn't manufacture it, but you just bring it into your home and you keep it in your home, even that is Aser, 
because it raises a suspicion that maybe you consider this Tao or this statue or whatever to be some sort of Avodah Now, this is the key that we want from the Chachma Sadam. There's a reason why he's on the page here. He says, venerally, it seems to me, the Tzuras Adam Bizmana Zeh Mutul Hashosim. To go ahead and have a statue or to have a Tao of a person which has the image of a person nowadays is permitted. Chachma Sadam says it's permitted, despite what other uh, early Rishonim may hold. Why? Because being that the concern is uh, of ownership, not manufacturing, but being that the concern of ownership is just that it raises a suspicion that maybe somebody is an idolater. And everybody knows nowadays that people, by and large, don't worship statues and don't worship Avodah Zarah. And any one of those which are our worship. So they're made in a manner which is indicative of the fact that they're worship. I'm not sure exactly what he's referring to over here. And the same thing is going to be true as far as this may be referring to having a statue of a saint or something like that, where you can also have, quote unquote, students of Yashkipandr. So, so all of these have something which is an indicator telling me that this is something which is worshipped. But in anything which has these, uh, you know, which has Yashki on it, which is Buddha, or any of the other saints, any of the other, uh, you know, idols which uh, people may, uh, may worship. So that certainly is going to be awesome. Aval Adam, but if you have a Barbie doll or you have a Ken doll or you have a cabbage patch doll or whatever it happens to be, Imsima Eno, and certainly if you go ahead and you pull the eye out, which is sort of creepy, but you go ahead and you rip the eye out of one of the dolls so that it no longer forms the full image of a person. It forms the image of a person missing an eye, Ukiyotse Bo, or something which is similar, Mutter. So says the Chachmas Adam, that is going to be mutter. Why? Because of what we said. Because there's no concern nowadays that people are worshipping, nobody worships Ken dolls and Barbie dolls and just Stam dolls, which people go ahead and buy for nieces and nephews and grandchildren and children and all of those, and all of those things. So being that, the, whole, the primary concern was really the Chashad, that it raises a suspicion that maybe somebody is an idolater. And nowadays that we don't really have that concern. And certainly by the dolls, which you buy in the toy store, there's no concern about that. So Chachmas Adam would say that such a thing is going to be completely permitted. So this, by and large, is the source which uh, Post can point to as to why nowadays uh, uh, we don't consider it to be an Isser and we buy and we, uh, we let our kids go ahead and play with dolls, even though they form the full image of a, a, of a person. But you should be aware that every once in a while you may come across a person or a family where they're actually mocked on this. So what is that based on? So here you have, I just took one of the sources which has this. This is Chuvas von Hagos. This is sort of Moshe Sternbach. Um, he was from England. He was a chief rabbi in South Africa. He is the, uh, the head rabbi, the head daim of Eda HaCharedis. Happens to be that he's in the hospital uh, right now getting, having some sort of uh, medical procedure. But he writes as follows, a very prolific writer. But he says, or he was asked, Sheila, imuteliknos buba. Are you allowed to buy a doll for children? 
And similarly, is a mutter to go ahead and if you are own a toy store, are you allowed to go ahead and sell dolls to uh, to people? So he begins with. Um, okay, so this first part we don't have to do it especially because of time. So the first part you see, he quotes the Maharit over here. The first source is the Maharit, which we already saw, and then he quotes the Chachmas Adam over here which we also saw, the Nitziv we didn't say, but he quotes the Nitziv also agrees with this lenient opinion. So even though Rav Moshe Sturbach acknowledges that there are lenient opinions who say there's nothing wrong with having a Dal, but there are many poskim who say you have to do something which damages the image, so you no longer have the image of a person, you now have a, the image of a damaged person. And we'll see what exactly the definition of damaged is shortly. But you have to do something to damage it. So that one seeing the doll will be able to discern immediately that this is something which is damaged. This is a doll which is, uh, cannot serve in the base of Mikdash due to, the, uh, due to its, uh, its blemish, due to its moom. So that's what you have to go ahead and do. There has to be visible damage to it so that it no longer is the full surah of a person. And therefore, he says, as far as your toy store owner is concerned, so even if you hold that it's us, as he's going to explain, to go ahead and sell somebody else a doll, let's say you're having a, a garage sale, and you want to go ahead and sell the, uh, the, your kids' doll collections, they're not in the house right now, so you could get away with selling it, the whole collection in the garage sale. So you could do so without fear of violating Leif Naver. Why? This is an important idea as far as Leif Naver. Because you vi- one violates the Isra of Leif Naver, placing a stumbling block or causing somebody else to sin only when that sin is inevitable. It's, it's a clear violation of halacha. Like when you put a stumbling block, in, literally when you put a stumbling block in front of a blind person, so if that's the direction where they're walking, they're going to trip and fall. So if I go ahead and I place something which is a definitive iser, then I violate the iser of leaf neighbor. But in regarding the possession of a dal, which is subject to debate, there are post who are lenient. And one wants to adopt a lenient position of this. There's certainly reliable authorities who say that it's okay. Africa, and there he says specifically in South Africa, where he was the chief rabbi when he was writing this. Where in South Africa they are not even familiar that with the fact that there's a shaila about owning a dao or not. So to go ahead and sell dolls in such a circumstance, so certainly there is enough uh, to rely upon. And the merchant, the toy store owner, does not have to worry that he's violating Leif Naver by going ahead and selling somebody else a doll, because it could very well be that all of his customers subscribe to the view of the Chachmas Adam and the Marit, who say that nowadays there's no issue to go ahead and uh, 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 retain possession of a doll, to purchase a doll, or to own a Dao, which clearly is not the is not worship, and therefore the uh, you don't have to worry about leaf neighbor at all. Um, however, now we get to what his act his personal opinion is. If you were to ask him a shaila personally, Torah. So if you have a customer who has Yerushalayim, and he has the aroma of Torah wafting from his existence. 
So such people are not going to rely on the lenient opinions. But you should go ahead and you should do something which damages the Dao. Cut off an ear, pull out an eye, something which, uh, which becomes visual, visual damage to the, uh, to the Dao. And he says, I heard the Chazanish also paskin like the stringent opinion that if you're going to have a Dao, so you should make sure that it looks like something from a horror movie. And upashet the malo lekanes lechashash isu bishvil mischak yeladim. And the the Rav Shnurbach writes, he says, why should anybody think that it's worthwhile to encroach a potential iser just to be able to provide a child with a toy? There's plenty of other toys which they could play with, which are no shaila whatsoever. So why do you want to go ahead and potentially violate an iser, or at least a, according to some poskim, where it's something which is going to be usher just for the sake of a child's toy? And therefore, vakrocha yivkom hatsura ba'ozen so therefore you should go ahead and you should cut off the ear or you should damage the dal in some way where it's immediately discernible that this is a damaged dal. It does not represent the full tzura, the full image of a person. And then once you do so, so then you can go ahead and you can hold on to it and all is good. Okay, so what exactly are the parameters of this? So here... This sefer, which uh, my Chavrusa mentioned to me today, which I found to be uh, uh, very helpful, called Paul Yaakov. He has 19 volumes, incredible amount of uh, output. The two volumes which I was uh, picking at uh, today, uh, each of which were over 650 pages. So I can't imagine having 19 volumes of 650 pages of, of material, but apparently he does. So he says, so this volume that, uh, that, that I was looking at so is a collection of questions which he asked various well. people where he just has the question, and then what they responded. So here it says, you see the title is, So one is going to be Machmer, who doesn't want to have the full image of a Dao. So is it enough to go ahead and take your Sharpie and color in the Dao's eye? So it looks like the, the, the Dao, so rather than pulling out the eye, which is creepy looking, rather than actually cutting off the Dao's ear, which would also be creepy uh, creepy looking, you'll just go ahead and take a Sharpie and color in one of the eyes. So is that acceptable? So that's the question. Somebody wants to go ahead and follow of Sturmbach's opinion, and he wants to do something which is damaging to the Dao in order to make sure that everybody says it's acceptable. So is it acceptable to go ahead and color in the eye with a Sharpie rather than go ahead and do some uh, surgery and pull the eye out? So as valuable as it may be to start practicing surgery young, but is it, uh, is it necessary to go ahead and to, uh, to do surgery on the dial? Or you can just go ahead and you can color it in. Or perhaps, maybe you, you have to specifically remove something. You have to, uh, if you have to, to a- amputate something off of the dal in order to make a mutter. And it's not going to be enough to go ahead and color it. And he says, Tshuva, the response he got is from Hagon Rev Avigdor Nevensal Shlita, the chief rabbi of the old city of Yushalayim. So Nevensal said, very close comment of Shomazan Arbach, he said, Maspik. He said, coloring the eye is sufficient, that, uh, that, uh, that's more, more than enough, and you can get away with, uh, with doing that. So that, as I said at the outset, so that is uh, uh, what we have tonight. Uh, 